Are you ready to take your intermittent fasting lifestyle to the next level? There's nothing better than community to help with that. In the Delay Don't Deny community, we all embrace the clean fast, and there's just the right support for you as you live your intermittent fasting lifestyle. You can connect directly with me in the Ask Jen group, and I'll answer all of your questions personally. If you're new to intermittent fasting or recommitting to the intermittent fasting lifestyle, join the 28-Day Fast Start group. After your fast start, join us for support in the first-year group. Need tips for long-term maintenance? We have a place for that. There are many more useful spaces beyond these, and you can interact in as many as you like. Visit jenstevens.com community to join us. An annual membership costs just over a dollar a week when you do the math. If you aren't ready to fully commit for a year, join for a month, and you can cancel at any time. If you know you'll want to stay forever, we also have a lifetime membership option available. IF is free. You don't need to join our community to fast. But if you're looking for support from a community of like-minded intermittent fasters, we're here for you at jenstevens.com community. That's jenstevens.com community. Achieving my long-term goals is more about creating healthy habits and less about quick fixes. And that's why I love both intermittent fasting and daily harvest. Tim Spector, a gut health expert and founder of Zoe, and Dr. B, gastroenterologist and author of Fiber Fueled, recommend that you aim for at least 30 unique plant foods per week. Daily Harvest helps make it easy. One of my favorite options is the sweet potato and wild rice hash harvest bowl. With Daily Harvest, I'm getting tons of plant-based options built on organic fruits and vegetables that are easy to prep and free of weird ingredients such as fillers, seed oils, and added sugars. Create healthy habits that last with Daily Harvest. For a limited time only, go to dailyharvest.com ifstories to get $30 off your first box plus free shipping. That's dailyharvest.com ifstories for $30 off your first box and free shipping. Daily harvest.com slash is stories. Welcome to Intermittent Fasting Stories. I'm your host, Jen Stevens, author of the New York Times bestseller, Fast Feast Repeat, as well as the book that started it all, Delay Don't Deny. I lost over 80 pounds thanks to intermittent fasting after learning how to delay my eating rather than denying myself the delicious foods I want to eat. Now, Who's ready to hear an inspirational intermittent fasting story? That's why we're here. So let's get excited to talk to today's guest. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 186 of Intermittent Fasting Stories. Today, I have three special guests. They are members of one family. I have Claire and her parents, Anne and Mike Esposette. The Esposettes live in Ames, Iowa. Claire is a buyer for an e-commerce retailer. Anne is a former teacher, and she's a tutor for kids who suffer from dyslexia. And Mike is a construction company executive. So welcome, Claire and Mike. I'm so glad to have y'all all here. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yes. I'm I'm fangirling over here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we're big fans of the podcast. Well, I'm so glad. I love doing the podcast. It's like, you know, I can have a busy day going on, and I'm like, oh, now I get to just talk to people, and that's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> 
So, you know, I like to start by asking what brought you to intermittent fasting. And I have a feeling this is there's going to be one of you who came up with this first. Am I right? Uh, yes, I, I would say the main uh, person is going to be Mike, but I also oh, Mike, Mike got y'all into it. Yeah. So our son, um, Claire's older brother and our son and his wife are very into fitness. They're vegan. They uh, study a lot of a lot of different fitness regimens. And they actually introduced us to this whole concept of intermittent fasting in probably the summer of 2019. So we learned about it and it was uh, sufficiently interesting. And of course, we thought there's no way we could do that. <laughs> and then uh, in the uh, December of 2019, I had come back from a meeting from a company in Virginia and it felt like all I did was eat for three days. And I came home and I said, man, I got to do something differently. And uh, we went to a party that night, ran into a friend uh, and his wife that were doing intermittent fasting. And uh, that's really all it took to say, you know what? Tomorrow, uh, I'll start this and uh, see how it goes. So it really started in December of 2019. Okay, so you were your son and his wife already doing it, or were they just talking about it when they mentioned it? No, they were doing it. Okay, uh, so they were doing it. They were doing it for just like health benefits, not yeah. weight loss. Or, yeah. Well, that's a great reason to do it. I think, you know, that's, if you, I know you listen to the podcast, you know, that's why Chad's an intermittent faster. My husband, he started for the health benefits only, never needed to lose any weight. So I, I love that that's, that's where they came, came into it from. And, you know, that was just the, the perfect timing because I just got back from a conference. Y'all know this. We talked about it ahead of time, but we're recording and, you know, I was in a, a different time zone and I never knew what food would be available. So I actually had two meals a day, a few days of the conference. And then I was just like so full. <laughs> it was more than I'm used to eating. And I'm today I'm right now it's fat. I'm still fasted and it just feels it's like, oh, my body's like, thank goodness. Right. Yes. It's yes. a relief to go back to it after not doing it for a couple of days. Absolutely. <laughs> so Mike, you were ready to get started after, after going to that party. And I guess was Anne there at the party with you? She was. I was, and did they tell us about Jen's book? Yeah, at that so point? so our friend said, "Hey, two resources. One, uh, Jen Stevens, Delay, Don't Deny. Pick that up, and then uh, you can watch a podcast and get uh, Jason Fung's book, or watch a YouTube video and get Jason's book." So I did that uh, over the course of December, and uh, but but uh, you know it's so easy to get your mind around. Hey, just don't eat until you eat. I started started that next day. And so, Anne, did you start right away as well? Yes, but Mike Mike and Claire don't have any moderation, and I do. So, uh, <laughs> now, Tell Mike, me what you mean by that, that they don't have moderation yeah. and you do. So Mike hopped in. I don't know what your time commitments were, but I mean, whenever he does something, it's just, it's all on. Oh, I get it. Um, I've watched my weight my whole life, and I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll still have that cookie and then I'll work out a little harder. So, so yeah, maybe he started out with an 18 hour fast and I probably started out with a 14 hour because that's just how I am. Yeah. You just wanted to ease in a little bit because you were already kind of living more of a moderate life. Is that what you're saying? So you just, you kind of yes, eased in. And it's just really how we're wired. Right. Yeah. And then I'm more extreme for sure. Um, I get it. 
at the time, Claire was living in Michigan, and I think she noticed her dad's weight changes. Yeah, I thought you were crazy. So they started in December. (laughs) And I remember talking with you on the phone, Mom, and you had been out to lunch before an Iowa State basketball game with our aunt and uncle. And you're like, oh, it's just so weird. He didn't eat lunch. And we're all sitting around the table like this thing he's doing. And I'm like, your husband is crazy. When when I think he's being crazy, I call him your husband. I (laughs) get that. Yeah. yeah. It's not not my dad. It's your husband. So um, yeah, they were doing it. You were looking good, feeling good. And in February, we were going on a trip in March. So in February, I was kind of like, okay, well, I'm going to have to put on a swimsuit here in a month. So what can I do? You know, Weight Watchers, I've done Weight Watchers a couple of times. I've done beach body workouts and they all last approximately five days. Right. I I them. <laughs> and so I was like, well, I might just ask my dad about this psycho thing he does. Dad uh, is not so crazy now, right? I <laughs> now I'm like the fasting freak probably. Yeah, love it. I love it. Yeah, she's a big fan. Yeah. So I read the book and I just started just like my dad did right away doing 24. Okay. There was fasting for our eating window and kind of just never looked back. Like I did that the first day and I can probably tell you I've had lunch 10 times since February of 2020. Wow. So you just, you know, you were just ready to go. You jumped right in and, and your body adjusted really, really quickly. It sounds like. Yeah, I was working. So I was living in Michigan at the time and I was a retail, I was a store manager of a big department store. So I was super busy and on my feet all day and not stopping for lunch was an easy adjustment. I love, love, love lunch food, but you know, it was easy to just be on my feet or go home and walk my dog and not, not eat lunch. Um, It was just a, a very busy time. So it was easy to not worry about it. But I would still say it took eight weeks to like for it not to be hard. For it to feel really good. Your body yeah. needed to adjust to that. Yeah, that makes sense. So, you know, yeah. a lot of times people will listen to the podcast and they're like, well, I just started at 24. And then they're like, well, then I started and it wasn't easy. What's wrong with me? But so it's important for us to let people know that, you know, that adjustment period is the hardest part for most right. of us, letting our bodies right. adjust. When you were starting, did you ever think you would do it forever? I'm an extreme personality. So I was like, okay, well, this is it. This is just what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Um, I didn't really, yeah, I guess I I didn't, maybe not forever, but I knew that this is going to be more of a long-term solution than a short-term thing. Right. That that makes sense. So Anne, you were kind of easing in. Oh, yes. So I'm the prototype. I don't know. I've never been obese, but I've never been satisfied with my weight. Mm-hmm. But I probably have, you know, at most 10 to 15 to lose. And when you started. Yeah, that's just kind of, yeah. So, yeah, I'm always looking for that extra workout or that superfood. So, yeah, probably my biggest concern when I started was like, okay, is this going to mess up my metabolism? I'm already, right. you know, at the time I was 52 and I was like, I don't need anything working against me here. So what did you find about that? Well, so I made sure that I read your book. Mm -hmm. I skimmed through the other book. Is it the obesity code? code. It was very sciencey. It is. (laughs) Some people report that they 
they retain that information from the obesity code better when they listen to it, like the audio book. I'm just putting that out there for listeners, just FYI. But uh, I have to say, I my exercise didn't change, and yeah, the weight, you know, just it was for me. It was just those eight to ten pounds that had kind of crept on since I turned probably my late forties. So. Yeah, I just stuck with it and felt good. So what does your window look like now? I know you mentioned that you started at 14 and you're not as extreme as um, Claire and Mike. What what does your window look like now? I would say uh, I'm pretty loyal to an 18-hour window now. To the 18-hour fast, six-hour eating window? Sorry, 18-hour. That's all right. We all face stress in our daily lives. What if the answer to a better stress response is in one key nutrient? I'm talking about magnesium and specifically magnesium breakthrough by by optimizers. This one-of-a-kind product is designed to reverse low levels of magnesium, which could have a positive effect on our stress response. But don't take my word for it. Here's a quote from a 2020 issue of the scientific journal Nutrients. Results suggest that stress could increase magnesium loss, causing a deficiency, and in turn, magnesium deficiency could enhance the body's susceptibility to stress, resulting in a magnesium and stress vicious circle. I only recommend Magnesium Breakthrough by by Optimizers. It's the only organic full-spectrum magnesium supplement that includes seven unique forms of magnesium for stress resilience and better sleep. Simply go to bioptimizers.com slash ifstories, promo code ifstories10 to get your magnesium breakthrough and find out this month's gift with purchase. That's bioptimizers.com slash ifstories, promo code ifstories10. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know what a fan I am of Dr. Tim Spector and the work he's doing with Zoe. I was first introduced to his work in 2015, and I've been following his research ever since. What I love most about the Zoe Science and Nutrition podcast is that they have weekly interviews with world-leading experts who explain how their latest research can benefit your health. Recently, I was thrilled to finally meet him face-to-face as we recorded an episode for the Zoe Science and Nutrition podcast, and this episode aired on on April 11th. We had a chance to talk about the world's biggest intermittent fasting study, and I had the opportunity to explain the clean fast to Jonathan, which may explain why he didn't enjoy his prior experiences with fasting. Search for Zoe Science and Nutrition on your podcast player or on YouTube to hear the latest episode, and don't forget to look for the April 11th episode to hear me, Tim, and Jonathan talk about the world's biggest intermittent fasting study. Yeah. I'm the food prep lady in the house and we love food. So, I mean, we, and, uh, I would say I eat healthier. Like I want to make sure if I'm not going to eat three meals that we get really good. Oh yeah. You know, really good nutrient dense food in that time. So I I eat eat better (laughs) than when, when I was spreading it out all day long. You know, I I mentioned that I had just been at a conference and it was so interesting because it was a conference for healthcare practitioners of all types, right? And, you know, I'm obviously not a licensed healthcare person. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse. I don't have medical training. But I mean, there were surgeons and OBGYNs and also nutritionists and health coaches and then people like me at this conference. And every person that I talked to uh, that they're, they're, everybody was like, what do you do? What do you do? We were, you know, talking about that. And I said intermittent fasting. And they all said, oh, yeah, but what about women? 
And, you know, I explained over and over and over again that, you know, there's, there seems to be this misconception for intermittent fasting in women that apparently we still need to do better busting that myth. But what you just said really sticks out to me. You eat more nutrients now in a six-hour window than you did when you were eating all day long in the past. Yeah, I used to come home from school, put my hand in the chips. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I also have a different career now. So uh, I work from home. And sometimes that is a little challenging to keep the fast, you know, going strong. But I, I shop. (laughs) <laughs> or I run air. I actually, that's what I do. I run errands sometimes during that last bit of that time. So I'm just not home. Fasting has been really good for your health and really bad for your wallet. Oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I know people like, I'm going to save a lot of money with fasting. I'm like, well, that's what you think. And then you're going to be, first of all, you're going to need a whole new wardrobe several times and you're going to up the quality of your food. See, that's what's happened to me. Yeah. I the say. food. Food, food quality. I was a food snob before, and I still am. That's good. That's good. So, so you're eating nutrient dense food. You're cooking, um, you know, high quality food for your family. And a six hour eating window doesn't feel at all restrictive, does it? No, not at all. No, but I know Claire, working her retail job, just I would always try to influence her domestically, and she would just (laughs) be picking up Subway and right fast food and. And even good food. She yeah. likes sushi. and But yeah, she started in that very first time, you know, COVID hit. So Right. I was wondering where the, where the COVID would come in. Did y'all get to go on that vacation after all? Well, we did. We cut it, it short. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't really call it a vacation. When you said it was February and you were going on a vacation in March, I was like, dun, dun, dun. So what happened? Yeah. <laughs> we made it there. My dad didn't get to go, but we went and we met my brother and his wife and his family um, in Arizona. And we were there four days, maybe. And that was when we thought, oh, our airline's going to shut down. Are we even going to be able to get home? So it was kind of a half trip. But uh, yeah, COVID was actually when I thrived with my fasting because I had just started it. And there were no temptations of, you know, going out to nice dinners or social plans. So I, a lot of people say they gained weight during COVID. That's when I was at my skinniest for sure. That's amazing. <laughs> so you did the meal delivery. Yeah. I started she the meal kit. how to cook. Yeah. So before That's awesome. I, was not, I did not cook at all. And then um, as soon as I started, I started the meal kit delivery service. I don't remember which one I, I think I used Martha and Marley Spoon yeah. um, initially. And I loved it. I did three meals or four meals a week. And that's really how I learned to cook. I was helpless before. (laughs) See, I love that so much. And um, I will have to say, I've said this before, but intermittent fasting changed my life the most. But meal delivery kits would be number two. (laughs) Things other than people in my life. (laughs) <laughs> because it, it's really yeah. made me learn to cook and and get out of my comfort zone. And um, like my poor husband, Chad, when I was out of town, because I was gone for five nights. And then last night I got home really late, so I didn't cook. And he said, are we, are you cooking tonight? And I'm like, yes. And you could just tell relief over his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, now cooking every night. I don't do the meal kits anymore because okay. uh, I'm now engaged and living with my fiance. And oh, congratulations! Thank you. But it's three weeks. But the ring is three weeks old. So that's exciting. It's pretty fresh. But um, yeah, we eat large portions. So 
for two of us, the meal kits weren't as economical as grocery shopping. But, oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah, but it was a great, great way to learn how to cook, try new recipes. I still saved all the cards from my favorite recipes and make them all the time. So, oh, and I got the, I, one of my sons, um, I've actually given them to both, both boys, but one of them, Will, that lives here in town, I send him a box every week. And then, um, Something was going on. He was hanging around here a lot. So he brought the box over here and he was cooking. He didn't use the cards. I was like so proud of myself. Like I'm teaching my son how to cook with these cards. And I look over and he's just like throwing stuff in there. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> so I was like, you've got to read the cards, son. But, you know, yeah, hopefully he will. Really because I have tried to do that before and totally ruined the meal by doing something before I'm not supposed to do something else. So <laughs> yeah, like, like he was, you know, you have the onion and then you saute that first. Right. And then you, he like put the liquid in and then threw the onion and I'm like, no, 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 stop. <laughs> so we had, we had to have a lesson on how to, you always saute the, uh, saute the onion first. If you learn nothing else, learn that. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about, it sounds like to me, did any of you really need to lose substantial amounts of weight before? Mike, let us let me circle back to you. Did you, you know, you said you went on that trip to Virginia and you were uncomfortable, but, but were you overweight or just overly full and just needed something different? I would say I was overweight, uh, not grossly overweight, but through, uh, through the initial uh, fasting process of about three or four months, I lost 25 pounds and I've, I think I've found my fighting weight. I think I've found the weight that my body is is meant to be. And I haven't been on a scale in a long time, so I don't know if it, I'm, I would guess I've gained some weight uh, since that low point, but mm -hmm. all of my clothes are still, uh, still fitting that I bought uh, once I got down to that weight. So for me, I've done a lot of uh, distance running and things like that. And I could get down low, but I could never stay down low. Feel like this is probably where I'm meant to be. That makes sense. You're you're at the weight. Your body has settled in at a weight that you don't need to micromanage. You don't need to stress about it. It just is where your body fluctuates within a range, but stays right there at that happy weight. Correct. Yep. And as far as you're running, people all the time are asking about exercise. And when do you do, do you, you still do the distance running, I'm imagining? Do you run in the fasted state or after you eat or a combination of both? Fasted state. So for me, if I don't uh, get my workout in by seven in the morning, it generally does not happen unless it's on the weekend. So I'll be at the gym lifting weights or running or doing something uh, typically early in the morning. So that's that's fasted. And that doesn't sound like it, it'd be that big of a deal, but here in the Midwest and as good Scandinavians, we eat by the clock, not by our, not by our hunger. So the first thing I used to do was eat something and then go to the gym. Right. And now, now I, I uh, don't even think about eating until later in the afternoon and my workouts haven't missed a beat. Uh, I'm, I'm not deficient in any way. So you haven't found that it's it's made your running slower or harder or your workouts harder? No, no. My age has done that, but fasting is. <laughs> the reason I ask also, like I said, I was just at this conference and it was so interesting talking to people. You know, everyone has their niche, their thing that they know about. And so I was talking to someone, turns out her her niche was 
was exercise. She was an exercise person. She's like, oh, but I tell people never, never, never work out in the fasted state or never run in the fasted state. I'm like, that is so interesting because that is not what <laughs> the fasting community is finding. But she was like, oh, but you're, they're, they're, surely their performance isn't good. I'm like, I promise. <laughs> I promise. So um, it's, it's just funny to, to hear because that's why I wanted to make sure you know, you're not finding any performance. And I mean, no one tells me that they do, but I think you just don't believe it till you experience it, right? Well, it's so counterintuitive to, right. to everything we've always been taught uh, that um, that it just requires a certain belief. Well, let's experiment with this. And if it works, let's keep doing it. And uh, I've never met anybody that has run that experiment that has felt undernourished uh, in the process. They might not stick with it. They might not like it, but it's not because they feel like they're wasting away or they can't do it. Exactly. The day that I, the, you know, the many days I didn't eat lunch, but the, the first day that I did eat lunch was the day I was the more, most tired. I'm like walking up the steps afterwards and I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm like, why did I eat that lunch? <laughs> my parents did not. I always have regrets after it, but I know um, Mike and I are on the kind of the crazy scale. I mean, I would say there's maybe five days a year we don't work out. That's because we have an early plane flight somewhere. So it's just, it's just an important thing that you've always done. You've always been very, um, very I, I was doing Jane Fonda with my mom and oh my God, I love it. Back in the seventies. So yeah. It. Oh, I, I'm not picturing those outfits, the Jane Fonda. Outfits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happened to me. Cause I, I do not like working out at all. I'm with you, Claire. <laughs> I really struggle. And I think that's the missing link for me to get to where I want to be probably maybe not working out, just being more active, more active. Yeah. 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 But I've tried yoga, cycling, running, power walking. And it's not that I don't always enjoy it while I'm doing it, but I can't seem to stay consistent. I get it. The motivation to, to keep up a consistent practice is just, my problem is I just get bored and that, that might sound lame. I don't know. I feel you. Is that kind of the same with you? Like when I power walk, I'm like, you know, I listen to your podcast. I love your podcast. But for 45 minutes, like yep. that's just a long time in nature looking around for me. I'd rather yeah. be talking to someone or watching TV or reading. <laughs> yeah. For me, the only thing that doesn't get boring like that is walking on the beach. I That never, never gets boring because I also talk to people the whole time and like look at things and pick up shells. And I talk to literally everyone I pass. So it's kind of like social hour. <laughs> Yeah, see, I would like that. Yeah, yeah. you, you got to come to the beach. We can walk on the beach. That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah, there's a reason she follows you, Jen. Well, yeah, so like one of the first things that I was like, and delay, don't deny, you talk about how you don't have, you know, you don't do concentrated exercise. Right. Like, finally, I mean, I'm like the black sheep in my family because that <laughs> is an ultra marathon runner. Nate, my other brother, is running a marathon next week. And my dad does marathons and triathlons. And my mom, as the most toned arms you've ever seen in your life. So I am just like the one out here that I, I, I just can't, I can't get into it. It's just not your thing. I still use my vibration plate because like you, I like to watch TV while I'm doing it. So I'm like, I'm going to need a vibration plate. I've thought about getting one. I love it. I, if you go to jenstevens.com on the favorite things tab, I have a link to the one that I use now. Life Pro is the company and they're very affordable. I have the um, the Turbo and it, they have fancier ones. I actually have two, but I, I still use the Turbo. Chad likes the fancier one. I like the Turbo. 
So Do you feel like you're more toned for using it? Yes. I want to do it for my wedding. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I do things with my arms. Like I'll hold my arms up in the air and like, you know, hold them certain ways. And I feel like it, it works the muscles. I also jump on my rebounder um, because that's also fun. And it's in the same place that so I can do it while I'm watching TV. So I'll, you know, and um, you're young, Claire, but your mom and I both will understand good for your pelvic floor. as you get older it becomes more important i know she's gonna add to your christmas i just said that i was gonna say mom i want a vibration plate for christmas see i would give her a hot yoga membership but i wouldn't use it she wants a vibration i love it and look chad is like so anti-gimmick he doesn't like he gets on he is more um religious with the use of the vibration plate than i am like he gets on it every single night and like two cycles and I just you know might be I don't do it every single day I mean I should but um he is just a lot more consistent with it like if I ever feel like I'm getting restless legs the first thing I do is jump on the vibration plate and that helps with that a lot but I don't do it daily but it's it's the only thing I've really really been consistent with over time to get mine. I will let you know how I like it <laughs> well please do I can't wait to hear it but and by the time this comes out you will have already had it because we're coming out in February we're recording this in October so it's still plenty of time for Christmas shopping so Micah said he was down about 20 or 25 at the beginning right for me I'm about 10 okay somewhere. which is about what you wanted to lose right yeah Yeah, I'd always take more, but. (laughs) And how about you, Claire? How was your weight loss? So I started, I used like the the app Happy Scale pretty religiously in the beginning. So I have data for definitely a full year. And when I started, I was 153 and I am 5'5". So a little overweight, not a lot. Right. But I just, I didn't feel great. I know I had been higher before that, though, probably in the 160s at some point. Mm -hmm. Um, But when I started, I was at 153. And within like a week, I lost eight pounds of water weight. Like I was at like 155, which is kind of ironic because that is back where I am. But I'll I'll continue with that. So it was super quick. I probably lost a pound a week, some weeks even more than that. Um, and I was at 132, 133 by midsummer, and I started okay. in February. So it was pretty effortless. I was eating whatever, drinking drink- whatever. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, that is still in my regimen. Um, so yeah, it was it was effortless. I, the lowest number I saw was 132.9. I never saw anything lower than that. Uh, and you know finished. what? My scale did the same to me. Like I, It would always be like 130.2. And I was like, I just want to yeah. see a two. I want to see a two. <laughs> I really wanted to get down to 130. That was, and it yep. was, for a while I was like, shoot, I might get to like 125. That's just effortless. It's just falling off me. Like, wow, everyone go do this. Um, and then... I would say I settled into like a happy spot of like 136, 137, probably between 136 and 138. That was like my happy spot when I lived in Michigan and worked retail. Right. And that was not working out. That was eating whatever I want. Right. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I I do appreciate good food, though. It's not like I was just eating McDonald's every day or anything like that. But, you know, having my wine and dessert and a nice meal and eating whatever portions I wanted – but if I look back at my Apple Watch data at that time, I was also averaging 14,000 steps a day. Mm-hmm. So I, I 
did not attribute any weight loss to that. But now that I live back in Iowa and I work from home and I'm a buyer and I sit most of my day, the weight started creeping back up. That makes um, sense. And it feels different. Not, you know, my window's the same. If anything, I might be fasting longer. I probably fast 21 to 22 hours during the week, you know, still cook good dinners, but I am just not moving like I was before. Yeah. So I live between 145 and 147 now. I would love to be around like 140. I feel like that's probably a really good, happy medium. Right. But I did try on some honesty pants and I took photos last week in preparation for this podcast just to like see. And I cannot tell a big difference between 137 and 145. On my okay. Body. So your body I, you may have you may have built some muscle even. Well, let's just call it that. Well, I let's think call it if your pants are still fitting. The honesty pants, yeah. that's important. You know, if the pants so all you my, would know. All my, yeah, all my small clothes fit because I got a bunch of tiny clothes because um, right. I probably went from like a size 10 to a size 6, sometimes even a 4, and all those clothes fit. So if anything, it's probably a little in my stomach. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I sent you the pictures, Mom, not to put you in yeah. the hot seat, but could you tell a big difference? Yeah, well, I I don't weigh myself very often. Again, uh, Mike and Claire tend to be more... Uh, less moderate and they like need to see a number and but yeah I always know by the way my clothes fit right me too doing. so so when she was a little upset because she she stepped on the scale mm-hmm. for the first like a couple yeah like but a I'm month like, ago maybe well, but I can't believe you know your clothes fit how do you feel so yeah, yeah her pictures her pictures did not depict 10 pounds because usually right. if I 10 pounds. I'm not wearing the same pair of pants. Right? Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I also put a picture of like my 153 and then my 145 and my 137. And I look much more like my 137 than my 153. So it's right. just interesting what body recomposition can do. All my clothes fit. I did have a meltdown when I stepped on the scale for the first time in months, but I didn't want to step on the scale because I, I knew like, oh, I'm sitting all day. Yeah. You it's had a feeling. Good. Yeah, I had a feeling, but yet my clothes still fit. So (laughs) I get it. I know I need to, I can tweak things, but I really don't want to give up my wine. Right. I don't want to work out. So it's (laughs) all things that I I know I can do. I just have not put into action. But now you've got the wedding coming up. When, how long do you have? What have you, if you set a date yet? No, June 3rd. Okay. Awesome. So a little less than eight months away. So I did get a stand-up desk about a month ago, and I feel like I already feel better just like Good. I sleep better at night and everything because I'm just not sitting all day long. But now it's probably time to take the next step and like go back to like walking an hour every day or something like that. But And I, see what I the vibration never- plate does. Hold some weights while you're on there. I, I do have weights, and sometimes if I'm really wanting to make my arms to be a little, you know, I'll hold weights. While I'm standing I on the vibration say, plate. I, I keep a pair of eight pound weights right by my desk and mm-hmm. every single day I do some curls and then over the head. <laughs> I know it sounds so funny. I'm just at my stand-up desk, but my like that's the biggest thing I want for my wedding is like really good arms. Oh, I yeah. want your arms. Like, <laughs> seriously. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so um let's talk about health health benefits, health victories. What has anybody seen? Mike, have you seen any differences there? I would say generally my stamina is better during the day uh, at work. I'm typically a pretty good sleeper. I would Mm -hmm. say I probably sleep better 
and certainly my uh, my workouts haven't uh, haven't suffered uh, at all. I'd say those are the big things for me. So you didn't have any any major health concerns going on. You were healthy. You're active. Yeah, yeah. I, I you know, I I had an executive physical shortly after I started fasting. It was coincidental. So my cholesterol has been high or high-ish, or uh, maybe a little over the mark. So it's something we're paying attention to. And at that executive physical I had uh, a few months into fasting, uh, my cholesterol had dropped pretty significantly. And I don't know if that's uh, attributed to as much my food choices or fasting, but but it was significantly better. Well, that's awesome. We do hear often when people are losing a, a you know the fat in early in the process as they're burning fat, they may have um, temporarily elevated cholesterol. So, but over time, as you you know settle in, we we find that cholesterol tends to go down. So there's like often like an alarming rise for a period of time, and then it goes back down and settles and is is healthy and normal. So um, it's good that you didn't see that happen. <laughs> So how about how about you, Anne? Anything with your health specifically? No, I mean Mike and I are both healthy. We don't we take an over fifty multivitamin every day. <laughs> That's probably the only medication. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. But cholesterol probably ten months into fasting was not lower. And then this past year, you know, eighteen months into it, it was down twenty three points. Awesome. That that makes sense. And, you know, and I, I will add our oldest son's family lived with us for two months and they're vegan. So part of me thought, you know, maybe, maybe it's some of that too, but I, I, I'll take it regardless of uh, how, how it happened. So when they were there living with y'all for two months, did you do all the cooking vegan? Yes. Yep. I mean, we probably had half a dozen times where we put Beyond Burgers on the grill for them and we had, you know, real hamburgers, mm-hmm. but Day in and day out, for the most part, one of Mike's routines is he he leaves for work every day with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and an apple. That's ah. how he window. But yeah, for me, I yeah, there was just all all those plant based foods around, and I I just ate like the kids ate. <laughs> I just didn't eat uh, as soon as they did. Okay, that makes sense. So your window now, you're you're about a six hour window. Yeah. Yeah, and I really concentrate more on the fast mm-hmm. than the window. Yeah. I just try to not eat for as long as it, it, that will be, and then, um, yeah, shut it down whenever that is. Once that it's makes open, sense. you're not, like, watching the clock. Yes, I yeah. don't really watch it too much, but I, I do in the sense of I don't want it have to have to be 5 p.m. before I can have something the next day. So that makes sense. And and really, I love that everybody has a rhythm that feels right to them and they track what feels right to them. Like for me, I tracked my eating window. It didn't matter when I had it, I would slide it around, but I tried to make sure my eating window didn't go past five hours. That was early on, you know, when I was working on losing weight. But I never, I never really calculated the fast. But for some people, it's the fast that they want to track. And sometimes people will ask, what's better? I'm like, well, which one feels better? Do that one. Yeah. yeah. And we we all use the Zero app. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it, yeah, I really like that. Yeah. I don't know if I'll ever not use the app. I don't know. It just keeps me accountable. 
Yep. A lot of people love love using an app just for that exact reason. You know, Sherry, who's my Life Lessons um, co-host and a really good friend, she'll go through periods where she'll, stop, where she'll stop using an app for a while, but then she always brings it back out because with her, she has a crazy schedule. She works um, shift work in the hospital, but she just finds that she needs the app even this many years in. So there's really, again, like with with whether you track your fast or whether you track your window, using an app or not, there is no right or wrong answer. But y'all are all zero users. Oh, yes. Yes. And just the free free version. Like, I, I think I went to the premium for a little bit uh, just to see, but you really don't need to spend money. It's another great thing about fasting. I love it. <laughs> so what's the difference between the free and the premium? Like, what can you track on it? So the premium, you can do custom fasting windows, whereas the free version, you have to stick to like a 16, 8, 18, 6, 24. Okay. Um, so you can like set a 19, 5. Like they don't have okay. any odd numbers, which is annoying. But That is um, weird. That is so I know, funny. And it's probably because 19, 5 is like such a great window. And so they want to make all these people pay to get it. Maybe that could be it. Because <laughs> um, initially, yeah, that's why I did it. And then they also have different graphs that can track, you know, your weight versus fasting time and things like that. But Nothing that you need, that's for sure. And I'm like, oh, I would need the premium. <laughs> yeah. But I haven't I tracked for a long time. I never upgraded my window app that Cal made me because I have all my apps set to not automatically update. And so I still have the way old version from back when Cal made it. And then he yeah. sold it. And so people are still always asking me about it. I'm like, that is not us anymore. And I'm sorry. <laughs> But um, I liked it better when it was Kale's. But I still, there was a Bob. You know, he's 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 my boy. I feel very like that's like you know, like maternal about that app. But um, there was a period of time in the pandemic when things started to feel crazy. Maybe in I don't know, was it June, May or June of the pandemic? Well, I'm like, I just need to track on this app again. And I did it for a short time, and it just helped me to feel a little more accountable. So even you know, for people who think they don't need the app anymore. There may be a season where you pull that sucker back out. Exactly. Yep. Gives a sense of control. Well, I yeah, I felt like maybe that was it. Everything else was out of control, and um, I needed just to have something <laughs> that was in control. Absolutely. So it sounds like y'all are, are sharers. You share intermittent fasting with others. Is that right? I'm the ultimate sharer. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, Claire could have a talk show. She really I is. love it. Tell me about yeah. that, Claire. I just, right away, I was like, you know, I, I'm a chatty Kathy, so I, <laughs> I, it was not a secret what I was doing. I told all my friends, and I didn't have many friends in Michigan, so when we'd have our FaceTime happy hours with hometown friends, I just told everyone right away. And then we would joke, my mom would come up and visit me in Michigan and bring her sister or a family <laughs> friend. And we would giggle like, little do they know we're going to starve them this week. <laughs> <laughs> it happened twice. Yeah. I took a friend with me and then I took my sister and neither one was, you know, a, a big, it wasn't intentional, but right. it was like, hey, doing this thing and you don't have to do it with us, but we aren't eating till dinner. Right. <laughs> Love and- it. The outsider doesn't want to be the one to go get lunch. And then now both of them do fasting, maybe not to our extreme levels, but both of them continued it when they got home. So I love that. To be on the fasting fast track, just spend a weekend with me and my mom. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I have friends, some college friends, and we, we've gotten together a few times, and they're actually coming to stay at my beach house at the end of October. We're going to get together again. And we, you know, 
two of us are like official intermittent fasters out of the five of us. And the other three kind of go along with us while we're at the beach and kind of do it a little bit here and there. Of course, maybe one of them was really interested and hadn't really done any of it. Um, and I gave her a copy of Fast Feast Repeat and sent it home with her. So maybe well, she's started doing it since then. Maybe by this trip, she'll be on board. I hope so. I hope so. Because there's really no better feeling than knowing that you're you're helping other people change their lives as well. At least that's how it feels to me. Agreed. So I would say for me, so my workouts happen in the morning and my work life typically involves lunch with somebody, coffee with somebody, and then cocktails with somebody. Right. And when the pandemic happened, that really helped me to not have to explain any of that because nobody nobody was uh, doing any of those things. So now, uh, since that is moderated, I'll usually not have lunch with somebody, although occasionally I will. And then uh, a lot of my socials tend to be toward the end of the day. And that has prompted then the conversation, hey, what's going on with you? Or um, uh, I'll try and meet somebody for a late lunch. And so it comes up. I don't uh, I don't pop people in the forehead with it. (laughs) If they ask, I'll, I'll certainly let them know. Or if I'm not eating, I'll certainly let them know. And it leads to uh, leads to good good uh, inquiry, good conversation. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have, or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, We'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Yeah, it really, really does. People are very intrigued by it because at this point, most people have heard of it, right? Are you finding that to be true? Yeah. Or not? Yes. No, I've never had someone say... Oh, I've never heard. People usually say, oh, 16, eight. And yeah. then I'm like, well, that is one way you can do it. And then I tell them what I do and they say, you're sick. <laughs> <laughs> that, someone said that to me, not that I was sick, but someone, someone at the conference said, uh, they were talking about, you know, I was like, we we're talking about women of the, that came up. And I talked about, I said, well, the misconception is that, you know, women should not do fasting because people have the mistaken idea that fasting means over restriction or it's a restrictive way of living. But I, I bet you don't live it in a restrictive way, right? No, no, not no. at all. I feel like I indulge, if yeah. anything, uh, because I do this. So, exactly. People, so I was in New York for a work um, trip about a month ago, and you know we're meeting with vendors all day, and they usually order you lunch. And I had lunch a couple of the days, but most of the days I didn't. And people would obviously ask what I'm doing, and just said, "Well, just wait till dinner. Wait till you see me at dinner, and then you'll take back what you said about <laughs> exactly." 
So someone actually said, you know, what do you do? And I said, well, 19.5 is is a good, that feels good for me. And they're like, oh man, that's very restrictive. I'm like, I promise you it's not. (laughs) The way my five hour looks is no, I guarantee I eat more during a five hour window than a woman who is quote, watching her weight eats all day long put together. (laughs) Same, same. I feel like I... When people say you don't eat enough, it's like, oh, I, I think I probably eat more than you do in my two to three hours. So probably just, so. Just watch me. <laughs> Absolutely. Love it. And one day I was I didn't eat lunch because the food wasn't window worthy. But um, I mean, the food was great. Don't get me wrong. The resort had amazing food, but it wasn't what I wanted. There was like a fish and y'all know I don't eat fish, right? <laughs> and it was like the same vegetables we'd had the night before, kind of. And I was like, I just don't feel like that right now. I'll just wait and I'll eat later. And so we were having like special breakout lunches where people set by eating style. And so I sat at the keto slash intermittent fasting table. <laughs> but I was the only one who fasted. So that was kind of... I love of, how there's a table for yeah. intermittent fasters. That's well, it was, they, they put it with keto. So I guess, I don't know if it was because... They think that everyone who does intermittent fasting is also keto, which, you know, that was kind of a misconception for a while um, that you had to do both together. So I don't know if that was it or was it because they understand it so well, they know that fasting leads to ketosis. I'm going to go with that one. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone else had lunch. I was like, I'll just eat later. Um, but but it was funny about, you know, several hours after lunch, my body said, oop, time to eat. So I was like worn out. So I just went and had a meal by myself in the restaurant. And it was amazing. I used to do that all the time when I lived in Michigan, right? Especially right when I started fasting, I would get off of work and I would take myself to a nice restaurant. And I'd sit at the bar and order an appetizer and a salad and a meal and yeah, I, I love eating alone in a restaurant with a good book. Yeah, and you know, I don't feel uncomfortable doing that either. And yeah. it, I actually needed some time away because I'd been with people all day. I'm one of those people that is like an extrovert and loves people. Then I'm like, all right, now I'm peopled out. Do you get like yep. that too? Yeah. So it's like, all right, yeah. I'm peopled out. I'm going to go eat a meal all by myself at the restaurant. <laughs> yes, and just enjoy not talking for a little bit. Yeah, that was exactly it. And it was delicious. And also... All the food at the conference was gluten-free and dairy-free. And I'm not knocking dairy-free or gluten-free. Um, JJ Virgin puts on this conference. Do y'all know who that is? She's like a health and wellness person. The Virgin Diet. Have you heard of that one? Do you remember that one? No. I followed it back in the day, but it's an elimination protocol. But JJ feels better gluten-free, dairy-free, and sugar-free. So all the food was dairy-free, gluten-free, sugar-free. So I went and had like a quesadilla and like a salad yeah. with cheese on it. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'm having all my gluten and my dairy that I've been missing. <laughs> I would miss it for sure. I yeah. don't, I, we haven't talked much about food, but I don't restrict anything. Mm-hmm. Really none of us do. We, no. we don't, we're, we eat all the gluten, dairy, meat, everything. Well, it doesn't make me feel bad. I mean, I know that 100%. You know, I've I've done the elimination protocols and I did not ever notice eliminating and reintroducing to cause me any problems. So, I mean, I 100% know that some people need to because they feel better without it, but it's just not me. I abs- Thank you, Irish Heritage. I'm just going to go with that. <laughs> Yeah. Having the, the dairy, I'm pretty sure my family, maybe they were dairy farmers back over there. I don't know. So y'all eat all the foods. Eat, you can be vegan if you need to be, but then you can have the everything else as well. I mean, we all eat all the things. I usually open my window. I try and open with whole foods, cleanish foods. Right. I'm very excited yeah. for your next book. Oh, I am too. 
<laughs> so yeah, usually veggies and I love hummus. I can go through a tub of hummus in three days. So usually veggies and hummus and some pita chips. And um, then for dinner, you know, I eat a variety of things. Last night I cooked drunken noodle pasta with shrimp and we have chili on the menu this week and pork tenderloin. So I, I just, yeah, I eat everything. I know you guys do too. Yeah, we do. That sounds amazing. And by the way, my problem with hummus is that container is like one serving. <laughs> yeah, I just, I load, I load the cucumbers up, the chips up. I, I just love hummus. <laughs> I love hummus too. Have you noticed your your tastes in food changing, any of you, over the course of intermittent fasting, or it's just still pretty much the same? Like, yeah, I think mine's pretty much the same. Okay. Yeah, like I, I, all, I love you know, junk food still and healthier food. But like my mom said, I also probably eat more nutritious food now because mm-hmm. I actually eat a healthy snack or healthy-ish snack every day. Whereas before I was just eating, you know, a lunch out at a restaurant and then dinner. Like I was not a snacker at all. So I feel like I'm probably getting more fruits and vegetables now than I was before. And I also yeah. didn't like love hummus before fasting and now I cannot get enough of hummus. Like I'm so crazy for hummus. <laughs> I must be crazy for chickpeas. I don't know. Oh, me too. Oh, I have this chickpea cookie dough that you can eat raw if you want to. And it is so good. I can just I also eat, like, love beans. I love beans. Mm-hmm. I love hummus. Well, would you say bread. you weren't ever a big dessert person and now no. you tend to like that more. I need something sweet every day now. too. He yeah. Loves. Yeah. Which, by the way, he is now a faster. Too. Yay. So he was not a faster before. Oh no, he was a breakfast, lunch, and dinner guy. And now he he waits till three o'clock. Love it. He doesn't track his window at all. He just says he waits till three every day. And he is pretty religious about it. So Yeah, my yeah. brother is um I, I didn't even realize he was so strict with it until we were at the beach this summer all together. And my sister in law was telling me how he will not eat till five. He just is like five o'clock. Bam. He will not. Well, <laughs> but then so- he is like expecting dinner on the table at like five oh one. Well, some nights, you know, we'll close our window early. And so the next day I'll be like, hey, you know, you said you were hungry. Do you want me to make you lunch or something? And he's like, I can't eat till three. I'm like, yeah, but you close at 630. I don't think you understand it. It can be different every day. He's like, no, I just don't eat till three. I'm like, all right. Okay. Yeah. Well, everybody's got to have their way of looking at it. If he's a rules yeah, guy. He's like, no. Yeah. Exactly. This is my role. That was when I was in um, Arizona and I, I had lunch the, the couple days that I did. It was because I realized that was like 3 p.m. for me. I'm yeah, like, I'm feeling a little hungry. I'm like, wait a minute. It's 3 p.m. in my, my brain. I can eat lunch if I want. Yeah. <laughs> but then I was eating, I guess, in the middle of the night. Dinner was like really, really, really late those nights in my my time time change brain. <laughs> Is there anything that, that we've been kind of going all around? Is there anything that you wanted to tell me that you haven't gotten to tell me? Because I know I've talked to each of you sporadically. Any parts of your story that I've missed that you think are important? Well, I'll go first. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it's been fantastic for me as somebody who's, I mean, I, I've i been on diets my whole life. So I feel like I've done everything and this is so easy to sustain and I've also just gotten some random compliments lately. Like yeah. somebody from church called me up and said, what are you doing? Because yeah. <laughs> you just look so, so healthy and good, right? Yeah. So anyway, uh, you know, of course, I know when I'm in the right spot, but it must it must be noticeable to other people too. So Anne's 54, I'm 53, and uh, we tell people we haven't peaked yet. 
we're still climbing. <laughs> yeah. We're still on the ascent. Uh, and yeah, she, uh, she does have a different glow about her and I'll occasionally get people uh, lean into me and ask me uh, what I'm up to or what I'm doing because we're still pretty fit and feeling pretty well for our ages. And I think, uh, I think fasting is part of that. Absolutely. I plan to age really, really well. And I love when people are shocked that I'm 52. That's like my favorite thing to say I'm 52 and they're like, what? (laughs) You know, I, I would also say that, I, I uh, so I've been a, an athlete uh, runner for a long, long time, mm-hmm. and I've heard the expression more than once that uh, says you can't outrun your fork. And I always thought that that meant uh, you can't uh, out-exercise uh, bad food choices, and uh, and that's certainly one way to take it. I think of fasting differently. I think. Uh, uh, you can outrun your fork if you just eat in a small window. Right. Whereas your fitness doesn't need to overcome that. It's not the amount that you eat. It's over the amount of time that you eat it. And so for me, that's that's what I'll tell people that, hey, you can't outrun your fork, but boy, you can sure do this and you don't really have to. Yeah, I love that. I love that. They, they, there's a study, and I'm just going to paraphrase it here because I haven't read it recently, but it was mice, and they were fed like a really bad diet. But with the, with the fasting, they had ama- even with the bad diet, they had amazing health benefits. Now, if you couple fasting with a man, amazing diet and nutritious foods, you know, obviously that's ideal in the win-win. But yeah, the fasting is really a great place for everyone to start. And then over time, you can figure out the nutrition part of it as your body directs you. Definitely. I feel like for me, what makes us unique in my story too is just, you know, we didn't come to fasting with a lot of weight to lose. You right. know, we're not one of the stories that we lost 100 pounds or anything like that. But the way we look and feel is so much different. And I would just tell people, you don't have to be super overweight to come to fasting. I think yep. a lot of people don't feel their best, but they don't have a ton of weight to lose. So they think doing this would be crazy. Right. Um, but you, I mean, maybe you have no weight to lose or five pounds or 10 pounds, but the way you can look and feel in five or 10 pounds of fasting is a whole lot different than just working out or starving yourself or yep. being on a restrictive diet. So that is absolutely you know, true. You don't have to be in like a super unhealthy place, I guess. We're almost out of time and there are three of you. So I'm going to give you each about a minute. So I will start with you, Claire. What would you tell someone just starting out with intermittent fasting or what do you wish you knew when you first started? Um, read Delay Don't Deny or Fast Please Repeat. I read Delay Don't Deny, so I kind of have a soft spot oh, in my heart. Thank you. I, ju- I just think it's very simple. You can read it super quick. Um, so I think that's a great starter book. Uh, listen to your podcast. And don't let the concept stop you before giving it a try. I think that's huge. It just sounds scary. It it sounds a lot scarier than it is. Yeah. So how about you, Anne? Well, she took my answer. I was going to say read the book. I'm very much a people pleaser. So if I'm greeted with, oh, that's weird, or you starve yourself, you know, I I just put it on the book. (laughs) But... I'm doing things now that I never used to do before. So I I make cookies probably about every 10 days. And I used to have the cookie after it baked and and uh, try the cookie dough. And right. 
the fact that I can do all that I do in the kitchen and not consume a calorie and still enjoy it later, I, I never thought that would happen. That is delay, <laughs> don't deny, in action, right? Yeah. It's, isn't there a phrase about you can tell you know, how the food will taste by how the cook looks. So I, <laughs> I, want, I want to really surprise people that there way. There you go. I love that. So how about, how about you, Mike? What I would tell somebody is just, just start. There's no downside. It doesn't cost anything. It's not password protected. <laughs> Perfect. Clean, clean fast. So uh, black coffee, water, or tea, and just try. And it's, it's amazing with, a very modest amount of sort of willpower. It's it's not a heavy lift, but just start. There's absolutely nothing to lose and a whole world of opportunity to find. Well, that is fantastic. And on that note, I will say goodbye, but thank you all for being here. I have so enjoyed having the three of you. Yes, thank, yeah, thank you. you. Do you have an intermittent fasting story to tell? Email me at jen at intermittentfastingstories.com and I'll add you to the lineup. That's G-I-N at intermittentfastingstories.com. The world wants to hear your story. That's it for today. Remember, I may have a doctorate, but I'm not a medical doctor. So don't use anything you hear on this podcast as a substitute for medical advice. Please always check with your doctor or healthcare provider if you have medical questions. I'll talk to you next week, Fasting Family, where we will hear another inspiring story. Have a great week and fast on. Intermittent Fasting Stories is edited, mixed, and mastered by Resonate Recordings. To learn more, visit them at ResonateRecordings.com or email them at hello at ResonateRecordings.com. Intermittent Fasting Stories listeners will receive a free offer if you mention that you heard it on the podcast. I have missed these Friday night dinners. Yeah, welcome to Harvey Graw. At these family dinners, Delicious, everyone. dysfunction is served. Wow. I can't have you all messing things up for my entire adult life. Oh, I'm sorry. Do we embarrass you? Jump, jump, jump. Sorry, better than I dared to dream. They're extra. Let the wild rumpus start. Woo, 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 woo. And they're embarrassing. We know how hard it is to move on from the first girl that you ever slept with. Not the first girl who I ever slept yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. You're a regular lady killer. I thought you said it was going to be boring here tonight. Woo! No! I really hope it would be. But they couldn't love each other more. To mom and dad being totally normal. Wow. So, dinner next Friday, everyone? Wouldn't miss for the world. Dinner with the Parents, Season 1. Stream free only on Freebie.